You're listening to the Tech Technician Podcast, episode 81, 3DS versus NGP. Well, hello, everyone. It's the Tech Technician Podcast. My name is Sergio. I'm your, I'm your host today. This is James coming to you from Canada with the Frostbacks. <laughs> My back's only a little frosty. Thank goodness. And- it's been too bad yet. And this is Clarence coming from the dirty, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been showing them how dirty the South is up here. Let me tell you. Broadcasting. <laughs> Broadcasting from two countries. Yay. Oh wow. That, what that means our our podcast is officially international. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I am spreading the word of tech petition. Let me tell you. I'm putting it up. <laughs> if, if I could, I would be going around with flyers. Check us out. Check Tech, us out. Technician, eh? <laughs> oh, not that again. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually bigger than most of the people that live here. Well, you're a big man. I am a big man, but you know, I'm I'm almost what I would consider an average height back in Hattiesburg. Because you know, most everybody's at least about five ten to six three. They're all so corn, corn fed country boys. I'm beef fed. What are you talking about? <laughs> Well, this is this is our 81st podcast, you guys. Did you know that 81 is the atomic number for thallium? Woo! What uh-huh. thallium? <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into the doc. <laughs> we got some news, and Clarence is going to kick off our news this week with some t- Thundercats. Yeah, as reported by Superhero Hype, um, Thundercats is being rebo- rebooted. And if um, you go to their site... We uh, have a picture of the newly debuted Thundercats. Now I don't know about you guys, but Thundercats was like a, one of my favorite cartoons as a as a child, and I don't know how sure I am about this new anime like design that we have going here. Um, Warner Brothers Animation, along well WBA, along with Studio 4C, which is a Japanese animation company, are um, are working together to our uh, Give this an anime style, and of course, uh, one of the producers from Thundercats is uh, also the producer from uh, Teen Titans, Ben Ten, uh, Batman, Brave and the Bold. So, I mean, it's an interesting take on the whole Thundercat lore, but I don't know, man. I don't know how confident I am with these new uh, anime style uh, characters we have here. Well, uh, looking at it, the the Lionel character, I, I can go with that. But but I gotta tell you, Panthro, I, I'm not liking that at all. I'm not liking the the fringe around the head and then the dome top. It's just, you know, he needs to be rocking the straight up shaved headed Samuel L. Jackson look like he had in in the original cartoon. <laughs> well, no, if you think about it, if you go back and watch it, he was rocking that kind of a look. That's just he looked like. A bald ass, a bald badass motherfucker. I, I don't understand how a cat is bald. <laughs> True. Yeah, was, I, that yeah. is kind of interesting. But then again, you <laughs> so don't understand how a cat is walking around like a human either. So. Yeah, yeah. Like so, this is like hair growing from their hair, from their fur. <laughs> I never was a big Thundercats fan, so so that this this doesn't resonate with me like it like oh, it does. Oh man, come on. Uh, it, if they can get away with rebooting He-Man, <laughs> I think they can get away with rebooting Thundercats. 
But um, I don't know. I mean, they did a really good job with He-Man. Yeah, they did. They yeah, did. they made it unhomoerotic. So that was a plus. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit more confident that it's the producer from uh, the executive producer from Teen Titans doing it, which was a pretty good cartoon. So I I don't know. Um, yeah, it, well, it looks like a rogues gallery of of, of uh, producers. You know, you got some dude who worked on Wonder Woman, dude who worked on Avatar. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but 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 the main thing to making this series key is going to be the voices. If 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 they don't nail the voices, I'm out instantly. Because I mean, you you can't. I mean, the the Lionel voice is iconic. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually. I gotta admit, that was one of the the cartoons. If you go back and watch, they pegged pretty much every voice for every character. It was just there. How they had each character's personality just fit perfect. Yeah, and and maybe Momrock can be less lame in this version. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit that that's one thing. You go back and watch Munra. A pushover, man. He got his ass beat too easy most of the time. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Or as powerful as he was supposed to be, he beat you with your reflection. Uh, uh, speaking of oh. getting beat up, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal oh, yes, Kombat. Yes. Mortal Kombat. All right. If you guys remember last year or earlier last year, I guess I need to put it that way. Uh, there was a shop trailer that was made and put out for a reboot of uh, Mortal Kombat called Mortal Kombat Rebirth. It was taking a much different take on the Mortal Kombat franchise, making it much more realistically grounded for the most part. How many of you guys saw it? I did not. (laughs) I did not. I heard about it and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, but never... Never got around. Well, to I gotta tell you, you need to watch it because the they have a full on fight between the Johnny Cage and Baraka character, and it's really good. Like the fight choreography, pretty brutal, just really fun to watch. Um, if you don't really know anything about this, it takes a completely different spin on things. Um, there's no magic in it or anything like that, except for the Scorpion character. Uh, Baraka was a doctor that got demented and surgically impa- implanted uh, retractable blades into his forearm. Um, Reptile was uh, some guy born with a, a skin condition that made his the, his skin was uh, more scale, like how its carbon content was. Just hmm. very different stuff. Uh, the main parts of the trailer, though, shows Michael Jai White, who we will all know from the Spawn movie. Uh, more recently, he's had a great uh, couple of great movies, like uh, Blood, Blood and Bone. It's a good one. Played uh, Jax, and we had the uh, Seven of Nine. Jerry Ryan was playing Sonya Blade. And I don't remember his name, but he's been in a lot of stuff. He played Kazuya in the Tekken live-action movie, which nobody saw, so nobody's going to understand what I'm talking about there. Uh playing Scorpion, uh, and he was trying to shop this around to actually get it made. Well, uh, it's been picked up to be a web series. Yeah, picked up by Warner Brothers, who they like, they straight up own Mortal Kombat now, so. Yeah. So, yeah, well, like they, 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 they liked book. it enough, 
And uh, and Ed Boon liked it enough to where they didn't want the next movie to be this because it just took out all the supernatural stuff. That's a huge plot point, you know, just a huge major uh, plot device. Uh, but if you're hey for a, a web series, cool, let's go for it. And so it should be ha- so it should have the production value that the short did. So it should have pretty good production value. Uh, and I do believe they'll be bringing back Michael Jai White to uh, stay as Jax. I just don't know if they're going to get everybody else to come back. Yeah, yeah. Doing a trailer is one thing, but actually signing somebody on for a series of of like episodes that, that that's a bit bit fishier. I don't know. They probably could get Jerry Ryan because I haven't seen her do anything <clears throat> the past two years. That doesn't mean she wants to sign on, though. <laughs> they can afford she she wants a paycheck to pay her mortgage. She will. Uh, <laughs> you know, even even good actors have got to pay that mortgage. I mean, hell, downtown Julie Brown had to pay a mortgage and suit, so she was in Playboy. <laughs> that that's really strange that that's who you went to. <laughs> but that's who came to mind because I remember her doing an interview that somebody asked her why she posed for Playboy. She's like, I have a mortgage, and they offered a really good paycheck. Well, I think that's the case for anybody that poses in Playboy, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's neither here or there. <laughs> hmm, sounds fun. All right, well, uh, another little story. I have no idea how to segue into this one. Uh, last week, uh, le- how old was this boy? This 11-year-old boy uh, by the name of Julius Jackson. Uh, he's autistic. You know, so as most people know, anybody who's autistic, they have very horrible uh, social skills because they just don't process information like the rest of us. You know, and they generally get into very good uh, participating uh, uh, habits of repetitive behavior. And generally, they get really good at certain things. Like a lot of them are very good at technical things. So, uh, Mr. Young Mr. Jackson uh, plays Xbox, and Obviously plays very well because he'd racked up fifteen thousand achievements. Whoa! Yeah, because that's all he does. He doesn't have uh, the only social interaction he has is through Xbox Live, which it's not really good social interaction anyway. But but but, but yeah. if 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 you need an outlet though, yeah, it works. went to log on, his gamer score wiped out. And you know how they have that little label under your username and everything else? He's labeled cheater. So anytime he hops into thing, it pops up cheater on him. Wow. Uh, did yeah. did, did I mean, he cheat? They didn't say anything about he actually cheated. Like they showed his, like on the news thing, they showed his 360, they showed the house. They did not show any type of modding. I mean, they even showed the back of the 360, and from what I could tell, the uh, security tape on it had not been cut or messed with. You know, but I mean, that's all this kid does, and he's like doing uh, other research. Like other family members are like, he's really good. I mean, he just like he can go through and master some games in a few hours that takes people weeks to finish. You know, he just he's just very good. He's like the he's like the Rain Man of Xbox Live. <laughs> like seriously, that that's exactly what he is. He's a random yeah. man of achievements. Yeah. Well, the thing is though, his mom called up uh, 
tried to get in touch with Xbox Live, and you know they were talking about that they uh, take action, correct gamer score, and label as a cheater. Uh, this label is observed on Xbox.com and to the view, player's view of the gamer card console, blah, blah. The player can still legitimately the game future achievements. The player's experience does not change in any other way. Other than the fact that they took out his gamer score. Oh, and all of his... Oh, they reset all of his achievements, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, they reset everything on this poor kid. Um, eventually got a uh, hold of uh, some, some somebody at Xbox... I mean, uh, uh, Microsoft, because, uh, like, the wording they were using were just confusing her. And they basically, from the main management, was like, well, it looks like he was cheating, so that's why it's going to stay. Hmm. <laughs> what, what that sounds like is, sorry, there's nothing we can do to get his gamer score back, but we're just going to stand by our decision. Pretty much. It was... So, like, so is this like the highest game of score ever, or, I mean, does anyone know? I, I don't no, know. Because no, no, it's not. It didn't say what his gamer score was, but it was just he had 15,000 achievements wiped. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty active voices in the Xbox community, like Major Nelson and Steven Toulouse, uh, Step Toes' his Twitter name, whatever. Like, they're pretty active, and I, I know if they get wind of this, they'll, like, uh, instantly correct it, because actually Steven Toulouse is the guy that's over uh, the uh, Xbox enforcement team, and he's, like, pretty active socially. And I'm pretty sure he's going to pick this up and restore this dude's achievements, because this, this just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, like, if, if oh, they... Oh, 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 they have an update. Um, Steven Toulouse... Uh, said that in the incident, we confirmed there were there were cheated achievements and gave the parent the details. Wow, this wasn't a he played too good. Hmm. All right. Well, if that 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 and the thing is, if they can prove there was there was cheating, then the story isn't. Oh, yeah. they they banned an autistic kid. They they yeah. banned an autistic cheated. kid who was cheating. <laughs> okay. See, so, uh, what according to what looks to be Jennifer's. Zdenik's uh, Twitter page, either she or her son, it's not quite clear, allowed a third party to access Julius's account in order to gain a recon armor for Halo. That certainly counts as cheating one way or the other. Yep. You know what's bad about this? Everything I can tell, that's the only thing that popped up. You know, what's, what's, what's even worse about this is the fact that they put Cheater under your name and everybody sees that. I mean, on top of wiping your scores, that's that's harsh. <laughs> I just like close that account. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I'm, it. May, that's really messed up. I mean, if he's an autistic kid, they should go ahead and take the cheater off because his social interaction is not good anyway. And he's gonna hop into a live match doing something, forget to have the speakers turned off or or whatever, and he's just gonna hear nothing but. People yelling at him, cussing him out, calling him all kinds of shit. You know, he's just you no. Know, as an autistic personality, he's just not going to be able to deal with that very well. I think that's extremely mm. overboard. Now, is is this this cheater this cheater tag? Is it uh, console specific or is it account specific? See, I don't know on that. Because if if it's if it's not console specific, just create a new account. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a count. I think the only way they do console if it's actually the hardware has been hacked or in some way. So I, I think it's just a count, probably. Well, because yeah. this is something I understand. When you get your Xbox Live membership, is that console specific or account specific? It is account specific. Well, that's some bullshit. Because then he'd have to spend a whole another seventy bucks for an Xbox Live account. Sixty bucks, and if he wants to play online that bad, he'll do it. Yep, I'm glad I'm just not messing with Xbox, but that's neither here nor there. Wow. Well, <laughs> let's jump to well, a complete. Speaking of Sony news, what, what, what speaking of Sony news, um, so the PlayStation meeting 2011 happened last night at about midnight. <clears throat> and the, the entire gaming community had co- drawn the conclusion that this is the precise moment that Sony has calculated to be the best time to release all the, the news about the PSP2. <laughs> Since, you know, we got the 3DS about to come out. Exactly. you you got to deflate the competition somehow. And boy, was everyone right. Uh, they may not have announced the PSP2, but they announced what might as well be the PSP2. It's called the Next Generation Portable. Name that, is horrible. Yeah, that the name is terrible. Uh, but that that's what they're calling this this handheld. And wow. So that's like this, a code name. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's a code name. Uh, d- details weren't weren't quite quite clear uh, last night when I was watching the live blo- live vlogs. But that's. The, they spouted that name off a lot, so that's what they're sticking with right now. Uh, but it is a monster. Oh, damn, it sure is. Yeah, it, hey, I'm going to give, give you a rundown of the, 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 the specs. Uh, first off, it's got the much much wanted two analog sticks, uh, six-axis controls built into the, the handheld, uh, front and rear cameras, uh, much like the DSi, uh, large five-inch touchpad on the back of the device, uh, so you can actually have an input from behind the the, the console. Uh, 3G capabilities, which they didn't really expound upon. Uh, supposed PS3 quality graphics. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, a 5-inch 960 by 544 resolution OLED front touch screen. And Damn. 5 inches is huge. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I mean, that's as big as my Arcos. My Arcos 5... Internet tablet is a five-inch screen, so that, yeah, yeah, that, that's that, that's a significantly large, large. That's honk. That's honking. Yeah, uh, and they of course aren't doing UMDs because that was not a good idea, uh, but they are doing a card-based, uh, like a flash media type game retail. You know, they'll sell it retail, so they're they're not completely abandoning retail like they did with the PSP Go. But that that that's 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 what it's got hardware wise, and they, they also announced a, a lot of games that are coming for it. A lot of them are Sony first for you know first party games, uh, like Hot, Hot Shots Hot Shots Golf. That's a Sony game, right? I think Sony owns Hot Shots. But they said, let's see, Killzone, a game called Gravity Days, uh, a little Big Planet, uh, Little Deviants, an Uncharted game, Resistance. Uh, Capcom's gonna release, uh, Monster Hunter Try on it. Uh, so, it's, it's, it's got some, it's got some power. And with the myriad of inputs, uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, what, 
what the, the developers can do with it. I gotta admit, one thing I do like is that it's gonna be working with the Android system too. From what it looks like it's saying. No. No, actually, that, that's a different, that, that, that's, a, that's another announcement that was made uh, yesterday. Uh, there's a, an Android, basically an Android app, I guess, is, is the, the simple way to put it. Uh, is going to be released for spe- I don't know if it's specific Android phones or all Android phones, but they, they said it was for the Android platform. So it, it could happen on you know any of those phones. Uh, it's going to be a basically a PlayStation Store that will emulate old PlayStation games on Android phones. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how well that's going to work with you know like analog sticks and you know touch screens, but. Uh, it, it, it seems to be an initiative for Sony to it'll get some sort of foothold in the, the phone market outside of Ericsson. Well, I uh, mean, it, if, if it's only on the set of hardware that we've been seeing uh, this been cropping up, I mean, it should work well because that, I mean, it does have an actual controller on the uh, the phone that they uh, actually showed off on Engadget, I believe. So. Yeah, but the, 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 the verbiage they used during the the press conference made it seem as if this is going to like work across all Android phones, and like they even specifically said Android devices such as tablets. Hmm. I'm curious as to how the touchscreen is going to work. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like they they didn't le- release too many details about it. They 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 gave it a name. It's called the PlayStation Suite. Um, PlayStation Suite. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned some games, but none of them were anything amazing. But yeah, yeah. So next next generation portable, like I still haven't even memorized that. I mean, people are just gonna say uh, PSP two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I'm thinking. PSP two, but you, I gotta you... admit that actually looks interesting enough. I might would be interesting to get one. Oh, and and the analog sticks are not analog nubs; they're analog sticks. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the the PSP had a, a, a silly little nub oh. that was barely analog, but the, these things are actual sticks. Yeah, it's kind of cool how they they brought the uniformity of the PlayStation controller to this console. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, hey, how do you how do you say that Hideo Kojima? He was on stage uh, last night talking about the power that it has and. And how easy it is to port things from PS3 to it, <laughs> which is kind of scary because you know he he went off on a ta- tangent about uh, cloud cloud-based gameplay, and he was talking about playing a game on your PS3, pausing it, saving it, leaving, getting out your NGP, and continuing the exact same game on your portable device in the car. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like if if that happens, if that's a thing, then I, that's exciting. I mean, and, and I, I, it, no, it depends on the price point. If well, that's a thing. Well, yeah. Well, we well let's let's just save the price point for our discussion later at the end of the uh, the podcast. But <laughs> yeah. I, but but as far as the game scaling, like you just mentioned, playing it from the PS3 to the uh, PSP2, whatever you call it. I mean that that's definitely a feasible option because I mean. We're kind of seeing it start to happen with the uh, Windows Phone and the Xbox Live. Although the games aren't 
I, I the portable game isn't nearly what you would get on a um you know on on um the the game on a console but it'll be interesting to see if they're able to scale it down to where they can play it on this or maybe this thing is just powerful enough they don't have to do too much to it at all to uh where it can play on this system yeah yeah uh, i and i, well, I mean they it, have to do something just because the i don't know i think the amount of space needed i mean the it's gonna be interesting to see how much space how much uh, information the cartridge holds Oh, that is a factor, yeah. I mean, not only that, buying the game twice, I'm pretty sure. Or if you buy the game for PS3, pay 10 extra bucks and you get the ability to, you know, transfer it or whatever. So, yeah, that, that seems reasonable. You know, I could, I, that I could do. I could drop an extra well, 10 bucks now one thing and mobilize my game. About, well, most PS3 games require you to use all four shoulder buttons, and I'm only seeing two, so... Well, How one of them could be mapped to the back trackpad. Yeah, very, very possible. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart thinking. Obviously, my mind's not running very well tonight. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you think about it from a technical standpoint, this thing is like the equivalent to an iPhone 4 on steroids. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, it is. And I, we're going to save the price, but I... Okay, what's what's next? Because once I started talking about the price, it's going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to come well, back. Well, you, well, well, you got something about some notifications? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Recently, Gmail released uh, notifications, which uh, pop up on your desktop. So all you have to do is... Uh, and uh, let me say this, only on Chrome right now that I know of. So if you run in Chrome and you run Gmail, like me, I have Gmail open all day. Um... One of the frustrating frustrating things is if you don't have that particular uh, tab that your mail client that Google uh, that Gmail is in uh, to the forefront or the current window you're using, if somebody sends you an IM through uh, the Google Chat client, you won't even notice it unless you happen to see like the the blinking title on the tab or you happen to go back to your the, your mail tab. So what they've done in in this newest uh re- release is added notifications and what that does is if you get you can set it for emails or uh, IMs. So if you get an IM or an email uh just with Gmail open and just Chrome with no, no other add-ons you will get a pop-up window telling you that you have a new message. And, I mean, if you don't really use Gtalk or whatever, uh, it's, it's not really that significant. But it is if you, like, live in Gmail and it's open 100% of your day, which it pretty much is for me. So just just a little something for those Gmail power users out there. Okay, see, that's what I was curious about. I was about to ask is, well, does that mean you're going to have to leave your browser open all the time, or can you... Sign into it when you start a session and just leave it signed in, and it'll give you a, an update or something. I mean, well, if you want that functionality, just get Gtalk, which is a standalone client. But this is more for people who have Gmail open all day any, anyway, and you may miss like someone trying to contact you or something like that. I mean, it's not for really if you don't won't won't even have it open at all. So. Just for those people who live in Gmail, it's it's a good add-on. Oh, and and, and that, that's scary because I work in a place that a lot of people live in Gmail. <laughs> supposed to, so. Mm. 
Thanks. Thanks, Google. Uh, well, speaking of for people that live in something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how are you going to do this? Go. Okay, for the Street Fighter players that are all about uh, Super Street Fighter 4, the arcade edition coming out, that haven't had a chance to uh, play because, you know, we don't have arcades anymore unless you're in the big cities. Or Japan. Uh, or Japan, yeah. Earlier this week, um, Kobe was finally let out to the arcades for them to put it in. So the characters Oni Akuma and Evil Ryu are now playable on Super Street Fighter 4. Woo. So, okay. so, so these are like codes just... I mean, did they actually have to update the systems, or I mean, uh, I'm no, no, no. It was, uh, it was, it was like, uh, you remember back in the day, they would send the codes out to the arcade operators. They would put in the code, and it unlocks the character for play. That's what it was. It was it's not like a code that you put in play. You uh, put the code. Yeah, I was just about to talk about. This. So it's like a firmware update for the arcade game. Uh. It, no, because the characters are already there. This was just like that little 23 kilobyte unlock. <laughs> something that's already on the disc that you have with Sony. That's tacky. So, so the five arcades in America, you know, get that upgraded right now. <laughs> well, now the thing about it is, I've watched video of their of the play. And I got to tell you, there are some significant differences here. I mean, especially for the, the Oni Akuma. Uh, if, if you play as Akuma or Ryu, play style, you, know, you can basically do the basic same thing. But there's new moves for each character. They work a little differently. Uh, you know, uh, they, they hurt like hell, but uh, since they're overpowered characters, their health's really low. So they'll get took out pretty quick if they... You know, play against somebody that knows their defense and their counter. But, you know, I figured that'd be something good geeky news for for fighting game fans. You know, cool. you know we're all about the fighting games. And, uh, you know, we got more so some Marvel vs. Capcom 3s coming out. Wasn't there some more news for that, Sergio? Yes, there is. Uh, two more combatants have been released. Uh, these aren't nearly as interesting as the ones that we've had in the past, but... Let me get those names. Uh, was Heisen Co. Yeah, somebody from Dark Darkstalkers. Heisen yeah. Co. Heisen Co. And uh, Sentinels, or I'm sorry, a Sentinel from <laughs> from X Men. Yeah. You know, because they're going to have no Mega Man. They're going to have a hard no time book. fitting one Sentinel on the screen. We can't have more than one. <laughs> uh, I I don't. Let me see. There is a tr- there's trailers out. So I guess we can see exactly how large the Sentinel is. But <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh it does barely fit on the screen. And 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 you as you said, there's one thing that kind of like struck me that would be awesome if like somebody made like a a a God of War style X Men game, and you actually fight the Sentinels, you know, God of War style. Damn, that would that would be cool. That would be crazy, man. Oh yeah, and and Wolverine falls right into the. Like, it'd be easy to put him into a game like that. He has claws. I mean, and yeah, and what if it was like, I mean, met, uh, multiplayer? You could like just, you know, like 
four X-Men on the screen trying to take down one of these things. That would be great. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Someone get to work. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I would love a new uh, X-Men arcade style for a multiplayer game. That would be awesome because I-, I miss the X-Men arcade days. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, and you've got some Verizon news. Uh, yep. Uh, with the announcement of the iPhone 4 coming to Verizon, uh, one of the things they touted as being one of the features to bring you into the Verizon fold is the uh, hotspot feature, which enables you to have um, up to five users use the uh, iPhone as like a hotspot. They can log in and, and surf the Internet via your phone's um, 3G connection. Uh, yeah, we kind of figured Verizon would charge for that, and the speculation across the industry was pretty uh, accurate here. Um, yeah, extra 20 bucks to use your data that you already pay for on other devices. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... Well, as you said, it, it was expected. But still, man, it's just like... 20 bucks. I mean... Okay, if you're a business, you they're probably going after the business market because I mean a business user, uh, are gonna this is gonna be a no brainer. Okay, okay, I'm gonna have to use this, so I'm gonna pay the dough to get it. But I mean, yet and still, to like gouge your customers who are already paying for the data just to unlock a software feature which is an iOS already. I mean, it's just like pretty. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, that that is pretty bad. I have to admit. But but they're not gonna just eat that, you know. It's a software feature in iOS. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> just give the phone <laughs> in its in its un uh, tarnished form and let us use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be too easy. Yeah, somebody wound up hacking it and using it anyway. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for that. <laughs> well, fellas, you know what that means. We're done with news. So, what are we watching, Clarence? Ah, uh, yeah. Recently on Netflix, I've I watched a movie that's been in my queue for quite some time now. It's called IP Man, which is a um, 2008 film which follows the master who uh, the celebrated master of Bruce Lee. Um, <clears throat> this is a uh, how can I put it? Embell- kind of embellished true story uh, following the life of um, IP Man, which I think it, his real name is uh, Yip, Yip Man or whatever. They kind of changed a little bit or whatever. But anyway, um, this guy is like a great kung fu artist in his village. And, you know, people come from miles around to try to challenge him. And what winds up happening is there's a war that breaks out and the Japanese actually invade uh, China, which is where he resides. And he winds up basically fighting for the freedom of his people. Um, this, like I said, this is a true story or embellished true story. So there's, you're not going to see any of the crouching tiger type stuff here, which is a good thing I might add. Yeah. But, but yes, I mean, if you, if you love, um, Kung Fu, and actually the the uh, style that he teaches is called, or that he uses is called Wing Chun, which is... Um, Wing Chun? Yeah, Wing Chun. Uh, 
And he's like one of the first people to actually um, start teaching this to other people when he gets older, which that's they're making a, a sequel for this movie, which is IP Man 2. But getting back to the current story. Yeah. So, I mean, like I say, he basically fights for the freedom of his people. Um, good movie. If you love just straight up fighting with none of the special effects and stuff that you know that isn't real. Um this is a definite a definite plus. Uh what else can I say about it? Uh Yeah, I mean this is it's a good story, it's a good film. Uh is 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 not in English. We watched it on Netflix streaming. It's not in English. It's actually subtitled. But that being said, I hate watching subtitles mo- subtitle movies and me and my wife watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. So that kind of speaks to the to the credit of how good it is. Well, good. Hmm. I'm not really big into Kung Fu, but, you know, I've got really nothing against it. So I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good movie. <laughs> Check it out. I mean. If you can, I know y'all ain't ain't big uh, Netflix users, so not yet. It will, it will happen. <laughs> well, I will drink the Kool Aid at some point. Uh, <laughs> until then, though, I've been watching TV, and what I've been watching on TV is V. And I know we talked about V last year when it was new, or you know the remake was new. <clears throat> and season two is out, or is airing. And it's oh oh it's not very good. It's not good. No no. And well, how was how was the first season? Let me ask you that. How was the first? The, the first season had a lot of potential. Whoa 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 wait wait let's let's not even call it a season, okay? They showed about six episodes and made us wait a whole almost a whole calendar year to see anything new, which is just freaking crazy for something that's coming on on ABC. Okay. Well, it was it was twelve episodes. No no it couldn't have been twelve. It could. Yeah. Been. No. Well, it's a it's a mini series too, though. So, well, no, no, no. The original was a mini series. This is a full on series. Oh, I thought this was a a, a mini series again as well. I, it might have been like the first six episodes, but what, what it, was, the first season the first season was twelve episodes. Wow, I cannot believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels short. Yeah, like it. Well, that is a short season, considering it's usually. On ABC, you have 20, 25 episodes a season. I stand corrected. I guess it was. Wow. (laughs) But so far, season two has gone nowhere. It's just a bunch of exposition of... uh, Yeah. Yeah, Like, like when you guys guys talk about filler in anime, this is what I picture filler being. Um, Oh, that sucks. It's just like, oh, oh, no, he's on our side now. Oh, no, he's on your side now. Oh, he's on our side now. Well, I mean, well, the thing is, when you kind of get that reveal to where you know exactly what's going on, it's kind of like, what's the point after that? I mean, if you're not going to save the day, like, what's the point, really? Because, I mean, I got to admit, I kind of cheated. I went and watched the old one. <laughs> and I kind of know what happened, which I kind of knew already from just the story. But you know, I saw it was on Netflix, and I just watched it anyway. But yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I, I've seen a little bit of the new one, and they take a lot of liberties uh, compared to the older one. Yeah, I mean, well, you, well, you but, have to. The, the, the first one was yeah. just a two-episode miniseries. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, like, like the production values are still, you know. Sky high, but like it, it looks fantastic. Yeah, this is some dough. Oh yeah, but but I'm starting to see holes in the character development. 
You know, it's like, oh, oh, the British guy, he's just, he's just there. He doesn't really have much of a purpose this season. <laughs> oh, the black guy? He's, well, he's the black guy. <laughs> yeah, you know? it is. Uh, it's... And, and, so, and they added, uh, another character who is the, uh, the, the mother of the yeah, queen. Oh, that was such a cop. I'm like, what's the which point? I, which, assuming, I don't know that actress, but I think she was in the original V, which is supposed to have some sort of significance, but that takes a lot of the, the mother's character away. You know? Wait, wait, wait. So, the, uh, the woman that played the courtesan in, uh, Firefly, that she's playing the queen character? Yeah, the queen. I'm sorry, she's the queen. And at the beginning, at basically the beginning of season two, they introduced her mom, which broke all kinds of like that. That just breaks the fiction for me. Well, I mean, yeah. you can you can just tell they're just exploring. How can we stretch this out? You know, I mean, yeah, and, and I don't like that. You know, if you're not going to make a point, don't don't do anything. We, I I already watched one show that doesn't do anything, and that's Smallville. <laughs> I don't need another one. <laughs> I mean, it's a testament to, like, I don't know, to me, it just seemed like they were, after 12 episodes, it was just a short season, and, and you know, I was very excited about this series, and I, I think what I'm really thinking about when I said the, se- the series was short, they did what a lot of shows do now, they showed, like, the first six and got me all hooked, made me wait, then showed, like, the last six, like, four months later, and then after that, I was just, like, I wasn't on board anymore, I mean... I don't know. I, I, and I tried to watch the new season. It's just like I just lost interest in it. It just didn't appeal to me any longer. With everything that made it interesting was, was I mean, like I said, once after the the quote unquote reveal, you know, of what was these are actually bad guys, you know, mm-hmm. you know, after that the story should pro- should probably start moving along pretty quickly. And like you said, this used to be this started as a two hour miniseries or whatever. So, yeah. well, yeah. I mean. It, a lot of things are doing that, and what really kills them is that long wait in between seasons. Like, uh, I got into HBO's True Blood, and I don't know if I'm going to come back for the fourth season because, I mean, it's a full year between the last season and the next one. So, you know, the next season starts up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a long. It's time. asking a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I'm really worried that this is going to happen to, to uh, The Walking Dead. Oh man, yeah, it kind of pissed me off. I hope off it too. doesn't. Oh, I hope it doesn't. But it, it, it could. Oh yeah, when is that supposed to come back? Next year? I don't know. Oh man, it really pissed me off, man. And, and <laughs> I mean, it, it's almost to the point where, I mean, it's a testament to watching something after it's over. Because like a lot of the the um, the like Lost, for instance, a lot of those fans were people who didn't start watching it to like halfway through the through the series. I mean, mm-hmm. and then they just went back and watched the back catalog and just got, you know, got a steady stream of content rather than having to watch just a few episodes and waiting forever. Yeah. yeah but there's no money in that. Uh, they don't get the advertising dollars if you do it that way. I guess. <laughs> oh, well. But I'm probably still going to watch it. They they added Brett Harrison as... as a series regular now, and Brett Harrison was the the main character in Reaper, and he's really funny. So hopefully he adds something to it. Who? 
Brett Harrison? Not ringing a bell. This guy. Well, there's no, no, that's the Reaper. I'm sorry. He was on Reaper. Never mind. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> games, what are you playing? James. Uh, well, I got a chance to try the, uh, now granted it is on the 360 because there's no PS3 up here, but I got to try the Bulletstorm demo this week. But Storm. Yes, that is the big, huge next game coming out from, uh, Cliffy B Studio. Oh, I'm sorry. Blazinski. Clifford Blazinski. Say that three times fast. <laughs> Blazinski, 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 screw it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, he will forever be Cliffy B. I'm sorry. He's just fucked that way. No that, that, what yeah, means. that's true. He is. He will forever be Cliffy B. But anyway, for those of you that don't really know, this is a. Uh, Basically, a first-person shooter that's almost a take on the Duke Nukem's uh, way of doing things, uh, because it's all about uh, skill, like style. Personally, I'm going to say style, because yeah. say it's skill kills or skill shots, but it, it's all about style. Like you get points for coming up with different ways of killing people, so style. Uh, now, playing the demo, uh, if you remember watching the uh, X-Men Evolution cartoon and uh, Wolverine X-Men cartoons and the Wolverine vs. Hulk, or the Hulk vs. Wolverine uh, animated short, they got that same voice actor that played Wolverine in it. So it's, you know, and the main character you play as looks like the Wolverine character. Yeah, he really does. I'm like, oh yeah, way to be original, guys. Um, basically it's really just you running around and seeing <laughs> how bad you can screw these suckers up. Uh, but what was really funny at the very beginning of the demo when you started up is the, the main character starts talking about the demo. Yeah. It, it, he basically talks shit at you for a little bit. So it breaks the fourth wall. A little bit, yeah. It breaks the fourth wall. But like I said, this is just for the demo, so probably when the actual game comes out, it won't be that. But like for the demo, you know, you're talking about, you know, this might just be a demo to you, but I have a vested in, you know, vested interest in us surviving. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Hmm. Um, it, it's very interesting because you get, uh, like a mechanic from Blood Rain in there because the guy's got a, an electric leash. So you can grab objects or you can grab uh, enemies and yank them to you or bounce them up in the air uh, to shoot them. Um, the skill shot that I got that was my favorite so far is I hit one dude in the nuts. And I kid you not, he grabbed his junk, went to his knees, crying, crying. I walked up and I stomped him and stomped his head off. I was like, skill shot! Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I can see what you mean when 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 you say that it follows the the uh, Duke Nukem pattern of, of absurdity. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, just expand. I mean, like it's. I mean, in the, in the day and age, where all almost all shooters are trying to get more realistic. This is like the stark opposite. It's like 
if ever there was an arcade style uh first person shooter this is it i mean in every way uh, uh one of, one of the things that like really jumped out at me which is it makes sense seeing it is arcade shooter there's like no cover system in this so it's is more halo-y in that way but um i don't know to me the shooting remind me a bit of the actual aiming and how you how you uh the mechanic for that kind of reminded me of Call of Duty. Well, because most everything is kind of going to Call of Duty because they basically have gotten it perfect. So everyone's yeah. like, well, what's this? Yeah, I mean, true. I, uh, it, it, it makes sense. And, and t- uh, the, like I said, one of the big things was no cover system, but it does make sense being it being that this is an arcade game, balls to the wall. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It's, is it, it, would it be like Unreal Tournament? Yeah, yeah, I haven't played that. In a it's while, it's so. that older school first person shooter where you actually had to hide behind cover manually instead of yeah. Oh, I'm here. Let Halo, me press a button. Example. No, let me actually duck and. <laughs> There's no hide button. Yeah, but now I, I I will say this, I was iffy about the game because it's like oh okay okay but playing the demo I'm just like you know what this is a breath of fresh air, I actually really want to play this now. Yeah, I mean is is I mean to. The actual story, the campaign mode would be interesting to see how they it actually differs from the actual demo that you get. But it's, I mean, it's like James said, it's not like any anything else is out there right now. It's like the stark opposite, which is good because it's, I mean, this is own own thing. I mean, there's there's nothing out there like it that I've seen recently. To, yeah, and and the skill shots are going to be in the multiplayer too. <laughs> like they have a skill there's a skill kill called fire in the hole where uh, there's oh. some enemies that are a little bit heavier that you kind of stun them if you turn around while they're still stunned you can shoot them in the ass kiss their ass on fire and they die that way and it's called and the skill kill is called fire in the hole like hmm. it's I, I mean, can see that getting old really fast oh yeah, well I mean the, all the skill kills the way they're named it's almost as if a teenager wrote all these names because there's some of them, like if you take out a bunch of them at once, it's called a gangbang. Uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, that that would get real old really quick. But like, luckily, oh, not, I gangbanged you. Luckily, it's not sitting there yelling out gangbang or firing holes, like just words. So it's not yelling that at, at you. So that's helpful. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Like, we'll see when it comes out. Hopefully, it, Epic makes pretty good products. I didn't like Gears of War, but I hear a lot of people did. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge fan. It's okay. Like another, I, I got uh, If I had tried playing Gears of War by myself, I don't think I would enjoy it as much if, uh, if I hadn't played it like I did with uh, my buddy Mike. He brought his 360 over and we played through a campaign. I was like, okay, this is fun, but by myself, I wouldn't have had as much fun. So we'll have to wait and see. Most okay, well, that's what we're playing. Was that it? I thought we had something else. Yeah, I'm going to save it. <laughs> Are you going to save it? Okay. Uh, we've got a very important thing to discuss in the tech roundup. Oh, yeah? So here, here's where we draw the line, line, line in the sand, fellas. <laughs> Nintendo DS, I'm sorry, Nintendo 3DS or Sony PlayStation new gaming project thing. Thingy. <laughs> Thingy. 
The PSP2. Go. State your case. Clarence. At first glance, definitely, definitely the uh, PlayStation product. But, I mean, my biggest concern here is the price. If the price is anywhere what I think it probably is going to be from debut, I I said definitely the 3DS, just based on price alone. Because, I mean, if, if you look at it, if you look what an unlocked iPhone, look at the technology in the iPhone. Unlocked, look how much it costs. It's about 600 bucks. Think of what's in this thing. This thing is probably the th- $1,000 equivalent in technology in this thing. One, if you really look at it, it look at the details. Two touch screens, two cameras, um, freaking, what else, what else, what, what else we got here? It's, it's just freaking crazy. OLED screen. Mm-hmm. Really? This this thing is going to I just don't see it being under under <laughs> from a technical standpoint of what's in it. I don't see it being under $600. Oh, and you but you know it's not going to be $600. I mean I mean yeah, from a logical standpoint, I know it can't if they wanted to actually sell it can't be that much, but I don't know. Look how much the PS3 was when it first came out. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Look at the technology in here. Yeah, but this yeah, that was partly because of that Blu-ray player in it too. This thing has it, more it, technology than a PS3. They've, they've also learned their lesson. Yeah. Well, we hope. But, but I mean, okay. Before you go, I'm just, just. But I mean, I say again. Look how much the iPhone is inferior in technology to this thing by far. Look how much it costs outright. So I mean, you can go ahead. I, that's that's just my point. I, the price is going to be big. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, we'll look at the price, but we'll say if the price point's three hundred bucks. Which, for the record, I don't think it can be a penny less than that. Yeah. Well, let, let's say it's if if it's three hundred bucks, or even three fifty, three three fifty, uh, I'd have to go with PlayStation Portable Two. Sorry guys, it's Sony, but that's what we're going to call it because that's what every man's <laughs> going to. PlayStation Portable 2, why? Well, for one, I don't give a shit about 3D. I'm sorry, that that small of a screen, what's 3D going to do for me that that small? Not a whole lot. Uh, launch titles, the 3DS is bare. I mean, damn, seriously? Yeah, what, it, it is pretty barren. I'll, get, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, but here it is. We have the, uh, the PSP 2. And they've got a lot of titles lined up. I mean, a lot of them could be demos, but also there's that ability that you buy a game on the PS3, you know, if say it's you know like an extra ten bucks, you can play it on your P, you know, on the PSP2 Go. That's a good kicker right there. So I'd have now, to say, uh, just 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 to clarify, that's all theoretical right now. Yeah, theoretical, theoretical. That's why I said if, <laughs> but I, I have to admit I. For all that stuff, I think I'd have to go with PSP2 Go. I mean, the PSP2. Well, I... I don't know why I thought Go. <laughs> You're going to go-go with the... We're all confused uh, anyway, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have to go the other way. Not because I don't believe that the PSP2 is... Because of Zelda, right? I, I'm not even going to say because of Zelda. I'm just going to say that, you know, once once Sony goes through their... Their slate of staple titles like Little Big Planet, Resistance, Uncharted, maybe a Ratchet game. What else is there going to be? You know, they 
those games are going to play well, and they're going to play just like the home console counterparts. But unless they really leverage that back touch panel, you're just going to be playing PS2 slash 3 games on, on the go. Which isn't what most people want out of the portable gaming experience. I want to be able to pick it up, play it 5 minutes at a time, or 15 minutes at a time, and not have to worry about, okay, now where did I finish off last time? Um, did this guy tell me to go to the hut? Or do you say go, go, go get in space? <laughs> you know, it's, it's pick up and play a dumb game real quick, uh, while I'm waiting to get, you know, for a pizza to be delivered. You gotta admit, I, I would think a title that would come out for this for the PSP2 Go, I think a perfect title would be, say, Stardust HD or Zombie Apocalypse. Cause those are great games that you can just pick up and play a level or two. But- or just pick up a for a little bit. I mean, but but the thing there, if if that's the audience you're going for, this technology is useless. Exactly. Which is why I'm going with 3ds. Because I I think Sony has put together a fantastic piece of hardware that doesn't have an audience. The 3ds is a oh I'm not going to say equally fantastic, but it it has a good feature set. And the launch games may be shit, but you know Nintendo, they are going to release what you want them to release for that handheld, and you're going to buy one. It may not be launch, it may not be within the first year, but you will own a 3DS. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, that that's kind of a big one. I mean, the, Nintendo has a way of... Of um, it's almost like an impulse buy if you're going to get a a, a a portable system. Which I mean, like for the PSP, the price alone makes you have to think twice about it. And like you said, the titles just aren't there. But I don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay, the the original PlayStation Portable debuted in America at 250 bucks. And and everyone went apeshit that it was 250 bucks. And how much was the go when it just came out? Wasn't it like three hundred something? Something like that, yeah. I mean, just for that, look at the inferior technology in the go that just came out a year ago, and look at the jump in technology in this. I mean, you said three hundred, I said no less than four hundred. <laughs> they, I'm sorry, they can't get away with charging four hundred bucks for 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 a handheld. I know they can't, but look at the technology, dude. That's all I gotta they, say. I, I know, I know, but they they are gonna have to eat. The cost of a lot of this, they have to. This is going to kill it, them. I mean, what? Okay, do you want to be Sony and and you say I'm about to send an email to Activision and tell them that our handheld is five hundred dollars? I just don't see how they're going to make money if they're subsidizing it that much. No idea, but maybe this is where three G comes in. Could be. Are you saying having uh, a, a, a seller or a license to the phone carrier carriers or something? And maybe, you know, you sign a contract with, say, Verizon, twenty bucks a month, unlimited PSP to uh, online play slash, you know, download whatever, and you can get the console for two hundred bucks. Did they actually say three G was going to be in this? Yes. Whoa. Okay, that's totally different. Yeah, I said three hundred dollars with a contract. <laughs> two hundred dollars <laughs> with a contract. Okay. Two hundred to three hundred dollars with it. I mean, like I just said about the iPhone, I didn't realize it had three G. That's that like totally changes my point of view. People would be buying this with a contract from a phone carrier. Yeah, 
at least that's that's the idea. I, no details, you know, about you know how you're gonna have to go through or if none of that's come out. They just said 3G. Hmm. You can interpret it the way you would like. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, they just they they announced trophy support. I didn't see that. Oh gosh. Oh yes. That might that might sway Sergio that, right there. I, well, I, I'm going to end up with both of them. We we all know I'm going to end up with both of them. Let's not you know, let's not joke about that. But I, I think the 3DS is hands down the one that it will will win. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, with the 3DS is Nintendo, so yeah, they, they they've been on top of the handheld market since day one. That's true. Oh well, fellas, that was a, that was a nice podcast. I I feel very good inside. <laughs> oh man, you feel feel even better when you have a 3ds in there. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll have to grow bigger hands when I when the Sony one comes out. That. Oh man, it is pretty big. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'm Sergio for Clarence and James. Visit. I just site. wanted more talk time. That's all. Ooh, ooh. Uh, visit the site techvision.com. What else can they do, James? Oh, they can send us questions. We love questions. Yes, yes. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Uh, either way, you'll get our, our feed directly to your computer station. So you can read all of our, our lovely articles uh, and check out the podcast next week. Go south, very very quick. 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 Go south. I can't. I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> that just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs> <laughs>